Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. Welcome back to Tweet Trends. Today is National Canine Lymphoma Awareness Day. And so for all of the dog lovers out there like me, this day is for you. Today's episode is right up your alley. Um, so if you're a dog mom or dad or you've got fur babies, then listen up. Um, so now for this particular episode dealing with... Uh, cancer in dogs. Um, If you've never had it touch you or your family, I know that if you are a dog lover, just hearing about or knowing about somebody who's going through such a thing with their dog, it's enough to pull at your heartstrings because just reading the title of today's episode just kind of pulls at my own. Um, I... I I still say I am currently a, a dog mom, even though we had to put my dog down, Jordan. We had to put him down this past February, so it hasn't even been a year yet, and, and it's still tough. You know, we've got pictures of him all over the place, and every now and then I watch videos. But, um, so he wasn't diagnosed with cancer. However, in those last days, the doctor was saying that all of the symptoms and signs pointed to cancer. Um, it's just that it it wasn't detected because he was such a proud dog that he did not want me to see him looking like he was hurt. Um, and and he was smart too. He's a Jack Russell Terrier. Um, he we put him down four months before his sixteenth birthday, and everything that I'd read and was told said that Jack Russell Terriers the the upper part of their life expectancy is around 16 years. So, you know, I knew he had a a good full life and was loved. And, um, you know, everybody that knew me knew Jordan. So, you know, and I'm going to have to stop myself because I'm going to start rambling and then I might start crying. (laughs) So I'm just going to stop here and just say, let's get started. Let's start with a study that's happening in Madison, Wisconsin at the University of Wisconsin. Now, although I don't see anything in here about when this study is going to take place, it does say on their website that they are now screening potential participants for enrollment in this study. Now you're like, what is this study about? Well, they're recruiting dogs for the vaccination against canine cancer study or the VAX trial. Now this is the largest clinical trial conducted to date for canine cancer. So very promising, right? They're trying to come up with some, some solutions here. And really, so they want to work on preventing measures versus reactionary measures. So they want to try to prevent your dog from getting cancer versus your dog getting cancer and then having to treat the cancer. So once again, very promising because you should be about prevention versus having to struggle to find a cure while they're in the midst of suffering. So only certain dogs are accepted to this trial because only there there are certain dogs that are more prone to cancer than others. And so they have a selected uh, criteria of the type of dog, the age of the dog needs to be between six and 10 years old. 
And even to the point, so they're going to follow you for like five years. And for some reason, if your dog should end up with cancer, they even have assistance to help defray the cost of the cancer treatment. So not so much that they're saying that they're going to give your dog cancer, but they're saying that because these breeds are prone to it, that should it happen, they got your back. They're going to, they're not going to just throw you to the side and be like, oh, well, it didn't work for your dog, so let's keep it pushing. They're going to be like, okay, well, unfortunately, the test group that your dog was in, it did not prevent him from getting cancer. Therefore, let's you know, let's stand by your side, let's hold your hand and give you some money towards the cancer treatment. So I will link this. Unfortunately, you know, unless you live in Madison, Wisconsin, you're probably not going to be able to participate in this study. But I mean, it helps to know, right? You may want to contact them to find out, are there any other trials going on? Because this is the largest study, but it didn't say it's the only study. So you may be able to reach out to them to find out, well, are there any other places around the country that may have something going on? So check it out. So I got some other information from Cornell University in regards to a lymphoma study that they have going on. Now, because lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in dogs and it has very few treatments, they are wanting to figure out how they can better treat their canine patients. And with the traditional chemotherapeutic drugs that they use to extend the quality of life and achieve clinical remissions, the problem is these drugs are expensive. And so where you may really, really, really want to do this for your dog, you may have to decide between feeding yourself and trying to cure your dog's cancer. So in this study, what they are trying to do is they, they're hoping to be able to repurpose this particular antibiotic drug that they've been using to treat certain infections. And the research has shown that this drug decreases the ability of the lymphoma cells to thrive. Now, although this is in a laboratory setting where they have found this to be true, now the current study, they are testing it out in conjunction with prednisone to see if in fact it can retard those lymphoma cells in an actual dog. And so, you know, of course, in order to be a part of this particular study, you have to be in the Cornell area, you know. Um, and I think this study requires nine visits. So I guess if you're just okay with making the trip nine times throughout, however, they don't quite say how long the testing period is. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I don't see where it says. It says something about 12 weeks, but it's it I that has that's dealing with blood tests but anyway um so once again just because you don't live near there you can always reach out contact them and find out if in fact there is something going on somewhere closer to you if in fact this is a need that you um are trying to fill right now 
This last little tidbit of information comes from Colorado State University's College of Veterinary Medicine. And they have done a study on golden retrievers with T-zone lymphoma. Now, canine T-zone lymphoma, or TZL, is a slowly progressive form of cancer that is most often seen in older dogs, comprising about uh, 12% of canine lymphoma cases. However, it's far more prevalent in golden retrievers than any other breed. Golden retrievers account for about 40% of all of the cases of TZL. Now, this team of researchers at CSU, they conducted a study to evaluate the associations of genetic environment, lifestyle, and health history to the T-zone lymphoma in golden retrievers. And their results were that it suggests that dogs eating diets rich in omega-3 essential fatty acids may be less likely to develop the disease. So now if you have a golden retriever pup, what they're saying is your best bet is to make sure that your dog is eating a diet high in omega-3 essential fatty acids and therefore that may put your dog in a better position in his older age that he may not actually um, form this TZL that they talked about in their study. And they also came up with another little hint, a little thing to keep in mind is that dogs with hypothyroidism are also at a decreased risk of uh, forming the TZL uh, canine T-zone lymphoma. And I thought that was interesting, too, because it's like, wow, but you have to find these things out like you, it just doesn't happen overnight. And a lot of times, in my opinion, those aren't even things that you look for, because if you have a dog and he's gaining weight, do you see it as do you see it as readily or do you just kind of say, oh, well, you know, he's a little bit more sluggish, you know, maybe he'd been sick or, you know, wasn't feeling well, hurt his paw, that sort of, you know. So how all that stuff ties in together. But bottom line here is that if you have a golden retriever pup or any other canine breed that may be more susceptible to the canine T-zone lymphoma, your best bet for early preventative measures would be to make sure that your dog is getting a diet rich in omega-3 essential fatty acids. Well, that's today's episode. Do me a favor, head on over to Twitter and follow me at HeyYvette, that's at H-E-Y-E-V-E-T-T-E, or just look for the hashtag TweetTrends. Now, before we go, there's a couple of things I want to mention. Why not, in honor of today, head on over to the Humane Society and make a donation? I'm going to put a link up here on uh on Twitter in regards to some information that the Humane Society has made available about maybe places that you can find close to you if you need assistance in paying for some of the procedures that your pet may need. And then also some other little good tidbits to know and have and places to be able to reach out for assistance. Now, I feel like today's topic was kind of on the heavy side. My heart's a little heavy. So I want to end this on a positive note. So after you head over to Twitter to follow me, go over to Instagram and check out 
Christine Hunger. Her tag for Instagram is hunger for words. That's the word hunger, the number four, and the word, and the word words, and words. Um, this young lady, she's a speech pathologist, but she has been teaching her dog how to speak. Now, not like the one where, you know, back in the day and the dog was like, not not that kind of speaking, but she's taught him words. And I think this is absolutely amazing. Like Jordan, my Jordan, he was amazing. I taught him to ring a bell to let me know he was ready to go outside. But Christine, she's a speech pathologist and she's taught her dog just under 30 words. And now he's at a point where he can actually combine the words together to make little short sentences and statements. Absolutely awesome. Please, 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 if you don't do anything else, even if you don't follow me, go over to Instagram and check her out. That's hunger for words. Okay. Have a great weekend and I'll see you back here on Tuesday.